0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 531st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I only know this because we have show notes now.
1: I I, I don't even know how. (laughs)
0: I'm your host, Steve,
2: (laughs) with me as well. I've prepared a quiz, a preparedness quiz. Are you prepared for the preparedness quiz? Uh... Greg, you can also participate. Okay. All right, ready? I'm going to say a word... And you're going to tell me what it means. We got ten words. This can go really fast. All right, you ready? Yeah. Yep. Number number one, Anoncio. Hello. Correct. Steve gets a point. Kansanida. Goodbye. Or kansanida. Goodbye. Goodbye. That means thank you. Oh. Hiding. Where's Excuse the me? bathroom? Good luck. <laughs> Opa.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I bumped into you, and I'm deeply ashamed for all my ancestry. Oh.
0: I really like the, the sixth gym leader at Sword and Shield.
2: Opa is... Yeah, that's close. It means a guy that I admire. Salong. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> um, how much does it cost to get this muffler?
2: Uh, it's usually translated into English as love, but it actually just means I like you. All right. So this word can be pronounced three ways. It's either ne, de, or yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Anio, heck no. That just means no, no, <laughs> no. It means heck no. See you See you tomorrow, Greg. Give me something. <laughs> uh, See you tomorrow. How much do you cost? Excuse me. Oh.
0: Krey. Goodbye. One of these has to be goodbye. Cre.
2: <laughs> Fifty cents. That means okay. Krom. Not okay. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> that means right, or certainly, or indeed. Oh, you guys, you, cancel your plans. I don't have plans. Go nowhere. <laughs> Stay at home. What do you think I'm doing?
0: I'm going to do great in South Korea, I'm sure.
2: I, clearly not. Nah. Clearly not. You got, Fighting is so important. Greg is here. I am here. I have no working feet.
1: So this should be real exciting.
0: I don't know if we want to expand on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't work. They, they decided to cease functioning completely, both at different times from each other. Mm, all right, fair enough.
0: Uh, we got a pretty loaded show. Maybe it feels loaded because I have show notes.
1: Yeah, that's the only reason, because I looked at the show notes, like we have about an hour. This is nothing.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: so our uh, trailer. We, they- so how, how are we going to do anything?
0: Well, we'll we'll do it in the the show note order. Uh, community day is in a couple hours, so we're gonna try to record the show. I'm also, uh, as as well, practiced some uh, Korean with us. Uh, I'm also leaving for Korea very soon because there is a safari zone in South Korea. I'm going to go to that. Apparently, I'm going to go to that. I paid for a flight there. Niantic offered me one free ticket. A very generous of them. <laughs> I have not gotten that free ticket. Although I don't think that event's going to sell out. So if Niantic bails on my free ticket, I can just buy a ticket. The debate with Niantic was whether they were going to offer me a three-day ticket like they did for the other GoFest or a one-day ticket. But some behind the scenes is that there are different regional managers in charge of certain areas. So there's like the North American... uh, Actually, I'm not sure if they're in charge of most of the Americas, but... Uh, they're in charge of that, and then there's the the European one, and this is the Asia and South Pacific manager, I think.
2: I uh, usually pronounce Asia Oceania.
0: Yes, and so I've never worked with them before. Um, so they're 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 like, "Ooh, cool! It's cool that you're coming." I have to go get this approved, even though it's I don't know. So we'll, we'll figure it
1: out. <laughs> who knows if
0: I even make it to, uh, you know, South Korea. Look, I there's could be a lot
1: of things that could go wrong.
0: I could be stopped in Canada for some odd reason.
1: <laughs> Did I, I told you about my friend who never got out of Canada, right? On the, on the big overseas trip that their school was supposed to take? No,
0: but I have to, like, fill out a separate app for Canada. And I think yeah. when I get to South Korea, I have to take a COVID test within 24 hours and then prove it to the government. I don't know. It's... Look, I just want to go to the Dunkin' Donuts Live restaurant in South Korea. How much is that to ask for?
1: A lot, because you may never get out of Canada. <laughs> in which case, you're going to go to uh, Tim Hortons Live uh, You know, in Canada.
2: Take what that's, you can that's get. That's so true. That's so true.
1: Uh, okay, so let's get into
0: the Pokemon news. There is quite a bit of misinformation around Pokemon this week.
1: What are you talking about? And I'm here to clear it all up. Uh, I'm here to clear it all up. No, everything is outrageous. I can't believe they did that thing. And how dare they make that decision? What is going on? This company is the worst. Pokemon has been going downhill since I was a 10-year-old child, and I didn't know how life worked.
2: That was a long time ago, Greg.
1: (laughs) It was the 70s.
0: Uh, I appreciate the uh, the voicing your opinion. Uh, okay, so the first the first thing we're going to talk about uh is actually the first bit of misinformation that went around. I feel like I have to live through this, like, multiple times. I have to live through this on Twitter, and no one wants to live through events on Twitter. And then I have to live through this through my Twitch stream. And then because not everyone watches every waking moment of my Twitch stream, it's like perpetually living through it because every like once an hour somebody comes through and they're like did you hear this news and i'm like ah oh, here we go again boy i wish the podcast was up sooner because i need to clear the air <laughs> here okay what
1: you need to do is we need to have mid-week small bite podcasts red alert it's called red alert you're dumb right and wasn't then red we alert just go game? Red Alert is a, is a warning system.
2: It's a song by Basement Jaxx. Okay, That's a
1: lot of things. <laughs> so the the Tokyo
0: Game Show happened, TGS, that that well, you know, uh, that, that is that it's like E3 or Gamecom, but for Japan.
1: Oh, uh, that sounds like fun to go to though, right?
0: TGS is fun? Yeah, I, I mean, I think anything in Japan is fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna say that anything in Japan is fun, but I'm saying the Tokyo Game Show sounds like it's fun to go to. Something. I'm sure in there's Japan. some things in Japan that people are like, this is not fun.
0: And then there is there's the Japan Game Awards that happened there. There was a news site that reported on this. I denfamenco gamer slash news. Whatever. That's not too important. But of course, because it is a Japanese news website, their website is in Japanese and there's a little button at the top of your browser that usually goes to, you hit it and you you hit the button and it says translate. And I would assume most people know that that translating tool isn't the best, but you know, it's very easy to hit that translate button and then go with what Google thinks those words mean and then make a tweet about it and then that tweet gets a bunch of retweets.
1: This sounds suspicious. I believe that the engineers at Google have created absolutely perfect translations, judging by how well their auto close captioning works on YouTube. <laughs> I cannot find a fault in how they would translate a language I don't read.
0: So there was a lot of Pokemon games that won awards. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm, we're just gonna go. I'm just gonna read what we have here in what Google Translate thinks that it was supposed to be minister of economy trade and industry award uh that went to uh the director from from software from software made uh they they make the dark souls games uh they also made elden ring not sure what minister of economy trade and industry reward is supposed like I, i'm not sure how we got there or if that's what it's really called but it looks like to me, I would probably translate to "best producer." <laughs> that would probably.
1: This be- <laughs> is the award given from the Minister of Economy, Trade, and Industry. Whoever that currently is in Japan, gave an award for being cool, and that's what that award is.
2: Agree.
0: There is the. Gl- uh, we're we're going to circle back to this one. There is the Global Award Japanese Work Category. I actually know what this means. I got clarification on this. That went to Pocket Monsters, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, The Pokemon Company, Slash The Dolphin Company. Um, that's Ilka, by the way. Again, I'm just reading Google Translate. We'll clear this all up. Next one
1: is Global. That's that's absolutely understandable. It's a global <laughs> award for a Japanese work company. They gave them an award for being Japanese work. Well, I, how is this confusing to you? <gasps>
0: uh the next one is global prize foreign work category that went to call of duty vanguard activision sledgehammer trey arc uh next is best sales award i think this is the one that was translated the best that went to pocket monsters brilliant diamond shining pearl the pokemon company the dolphin company next is game designer awards that went to inscription by daniel mullen games
2: i actually have never heard of this game
1: what do you not watch twitch I've never
2: heard of that game either. What? And I don't watch Twitch, so. I mean, I
1: expected that from Will. S- Steve. Yeah, I... I, I
0: <laughs> inscription spelled with a Y, that's cool. Uh, unless that's the bad Google Translate.
1: No, it's spelled, that's how it's actually spelled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the next is the Excellent Award. It went to 10 games. The 10 games are Resident Evil Village by Capcom. Sky Children and Who Spins the Stars by That Game Company. They made, like, Flower and Flow and stuff like that. Uh, Tales of Arise by Bandai Namco. Lost Judgment, Unjudged Memories by Sega. Final Fantasy XIV, Dawn of the Moon Finale by Square Enix.
1: That's not that. (laughs) That's That's not how that is in English. (laughs) Pokemon Legends
0: Arceus, the Pokemon Company slash Game Freak. Horizon Forbidden West, Sony Interactive, Guerrilla Games, Elden Ring from From Software, Ghostwire Tokyo from Bethesda Gamework, Softworks, Kirby Discovery of the Stars, I think it's called, well, in English, isn't it called like Kirby and the Lost City? Um, by Nintendo and uh, HAL Laboratory. Special award went to no one apparently. And then finally, yeah, nobody
1: special this year.
0: The grand prize went to Elden Ring from From Software.
1: Welcome to the grand prize winner
0: somehow, so now that I've read all of this per my Google Translate, there there is some some issues with how Google Translate worked. Somehow, people did what I did, they Google Translate, and then they tweeted out that it was ridiculous that Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl won the best game of the year from TGS, and that uh, it should have went to Legends Arceus. Now, if I if I scroll to the top of the article. Google Translate, the first sentence of the headline of the article says, Elden Ring won grand prize.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's
0: yeah, pretty
1: how... clear. <laughs> even, even with the expert translations of Google, people cannot have reading comprehension. So th-
0: there are three Pokemon games here. There are, there are the Excellent Awards, which Pokemon Legends Arceus won. It was one of the 10 games I read that won the, le- the Excellent Award brilliant diamond shining pearls on that list uh best sales awards uh, brilliant diamond shining pearl sold two million more copies than uh, legends it was out two months before legends also had two versions of that game so i mean there's no debate with that award <laughs> what game sold a lot brilliant diamond shining pearl <laughs> best sales best sales so the one that I think people got mixed up of like game of the year or best game is global award Japanese work category. This is actually really badly translated. And it makes I,
1: perfect sense to me.
0: I I verified. I, I hit my sources. I talked to Mr. Joe Sarabi, uh Joe Merrick of Sarabi.net, just to verify. And and he's he thought it was the same thing I thought. What this award is, is it is it is an award for a Japanese developer. Making a game that sold incredibly well outside of Japan. That's all it is. It is this is one of the best selling Japanese made games outside of the country of Japan.
1: That's it. Yeah, that, that's, that's what it says. Global award, Japanese work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how that is confusing. So the, the right below it is global prize, foreign work. <laughs> What? It's the same work.
0: (laughs) So the two awards given to Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl are purely based off sales, not the quality of the game. That's it. It sold a lot of copies. We can't argue with that.
1: We can also argue that the game that sells the most is indeed the best game.
2: I mean, it depends on how you define best, right? (laughs) Best seller, yes. Best seller,
1: best game.
2: Best quality, also yes for Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Love that game.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's any debate that Elden Ring is a very good game and Elden Ring one game of the year, so that's 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 um that's cool.
1: I am going to pick apart your sourcing, though, because I believe uh, Serebii did not know about zapping the ROM to reset Shinies.
0: Hmm. That's true. That's true. They didn't. They didn't. So, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the very "Let's Go Pikachu," "Let's Go Eevee" con- controversy.
1: So let's uh, dial back our assuredness.
0: Yeah, you know it's it's always frustrating, and I, I you know, this isn't this is you know uh, misinformation around Pokemon News is not exclusive to Pokemon News. There's inf-
1: misinformation no, about yes, not-
0: <laughs> a lot of things, but to see... I would
1: say in general. Pokemon does not have the amount of misinformation that other phantoms get into.
0: Uh, But to see tweets saying, I can't believe Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl won best game of the year and Legends Arceus didn't when anyone could have clicked this source and then Google translated themselves. And I feel like even with Greg is right. Even without like verifying with Serebii, One says global Japanese award work category and lists (laughs) a Japanese
3: developer. And then one says
0: foreign work category, which lists an American developer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay. Call of Duty does sell very well worldwide, and it is made by an American developer.
1: (laughs) A lot of people in the world are called to duty.
0: Yes, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl did win two awards. Both awards were based off of sales and sales alone, not the quality of the game. Uh, Legends Arceus did win an excellence award. It was one of ten games uh, that did win an excellent award. Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl did not win an excellent award. Um, that that's pretty much the news. So uh, I think I think we cleared up the uh, TGS stuff. Hopefully,
1: <laughs> you're welcome. I guess. <laughs> Now, what I'm going to be mad about, though. Dodrio coming to Pokemon Unite? They already messed it up. (laughs) They had to. Did they not give
2: it enough heads?
1: No, it has all three heads. it It has all three heads.
0: Dodrio is sprinting over to Aeos Islands and getting ready to join your team in Pokemon Unite with powerful beak attacks and unique scoring ability. The Speedster, or Speedster since the game has been released, proves that three heads are better than one. You can get Dodrio for 14,000 AOS coins or 575 AOS gems in the battle committee shop. That's technically true. Technically not true. Uh, that's technically not true because they're doing this weird thing where they're saying like, you cannot use coins for a full week. You must yeah. give us real money uh, if you want Dodrio now. Uh, if you don't want to give us real money, you can give us coins, but not until, not until later.
1: Yeah, in a week.
2: I mean, I've heard this story before. You guys said the same thing. Tale about, like, as you. old as
1: time.
0: What's well, really cool here uh, at the bottom? It says Meta Game Watch, and it says that Dodrio is strong against Decidueye, weak against Snorlax. I guess that would be true, right? Because like for Decidui, you want to get really close, and the whole thing about yeah, Dodrio, you need to get in fast. I was like, Dodrio is fast. Like Dodrio oh, yeah, it is. lives up to the speedster name. That that boy is zooming.
1: And it has to keep zooming, which is interesting. Because if you stop, you lose your zoom gauge. And then you move slow. So you have to constantly be running around. But they already, they already, well, one could argue that they messed it up the first time and they correct it. But people are arguing that it was fine the first time and then they, they messed it up. Because, you know about, do y'all know about stacks? When people say stack, what stacks are?
2: Stacks of cash. That's what I know. Heck yeah. Stack overflow. <laughs> Stacks yeah, of pancakes. All <laughs> so there's two items. Well, there's, there's a bunch of
1: items, but the two important ones are the AOS cookie and the attack weight. That every time you score, it creates a stack of the stat that it improves. And they cap out at six. And Just like Dodrio, in the main games. Yeah. So when De- Dodrio was first released... When you'd score, it would divide your score up into three. And so in one hit, you would stack three times. So you only had to do that twice because it would do it once for each head. So everyone's like, this is the greatest stacker that has ever lived. Because within the first 30 seconds of the game, you can have full stacks of health and full stacks of attack. And it was tearing everything up. So then they did a hot fix. <laughs> uh, I think it was on Friday where it was like, oh, nope. Now the stack only account- counts on the last head score. So it breaks the score up into three. So it doesn't count the first, it doesn't count the second, it only counts the third for when it puts the stack on the attack weight or the AOS cookie. That makes sense. The problem is, if you shatter the goal on the first or the second, you don't get your stack.
0: Mm. I guess that makes sense.
1: So, people are now off the Dodrio Street. (laughs) Like, everybody stopped playing Dodrio, because now it's useless. Even though it can cover literally everywhere on the map at full speed, now that it can't uh, stack in the first 30 seconds, usage dropped.
0: I think Dodrio is still useful because... Uh, oh, it's very useful. When it's dunking and you're dunking with it, I mean, like, you're getting that... I, I, I don't know, I still think I still think he's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's it's still good. It's just that it was... That it was, what made it so appealing and people were spending actual money on was that it was OP broken that first five days.
0: The two things I want to talk about here, Not as, I guess we could go in-depth with characters, but that's not really... Yeah, meta changes so much, anyways. Uh, the the thing I want to go uh, the, the two things I want to mention here is the the power the the money creep of AOS gems they're charging for characters is kind of getting out of hand. Uh, yep. I, I remember when the most expensive character was ten thousand AOS gems. Some characters were eight thousand AOS gems. I think some I think Charizard is like six thousand AOS gems or something like that. Coins, coins. Sorry, coins. coins, 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 coins. But now they're just pushing the line of. Like, what, what was it, Tyranitar or Buzzwell? that was like the first ones over like 12,000?
1: Tyranitar was the first one over. Tyranitar was 14. And this is 14.
0: And Buzz, I think, was 12 or maybe I, I think, think
1: Buzz was 12.
0: And it's just a lot of coins. Look, we got to compensate
2: for supply chain and inflation and the recession and interest rates, all that.
0: <laughs> True. The other thing is they did like. I felt like no one talked about this, where they did like a hot fix where they removed the twos from the map and then added a second berry back, because the new map only yeah. had one berry, yeah. and then all of a sudden all the twos were gone and then another berry appeared.
1: Yeah. So they ch- when they did the hot fix for Dodrio, they ch- they changed. I don't know if they people. Some say they fixed it. Some people say they didn't. But there used to be three twos on both sides of the top of the top lane. And now they've changed it back to just one Bunnelby. I don't know why. So no Natus at all?
0: No Natus at all. All gone. No, all six Natus are gone. gone. I feel like certain Pokemon just always got Natus no matter what. Like Cramorant got all three Natus. No, you couldn't yeah. contest it. Yeah. Because Cramorant's I, world I, That's
1: probably why they did it.
0: Yeah. I I I just
1: don't know that it was that big of a deal because they only counted for three. But I think it's because they were individual Pokemon that it messed up the XP. Because instead of getting XP for one, you're getting XP for three, which I think had changed the XP skirt curve as far as leveling for Pokemon, which was a problem. The only thing I can think of is why they would have fixed it.
0: Uh, my my thought process was like certain Pokemon just always got it no matter what and you couldn't stop it.
1: Yeah, it's hard to say. I I I, I don't know. They didn't really say why they fixed it, so we're yeah. all just like, okay, it's different.
0: Second Barry being back felt better.
1: Yeah. Speaking
0: of other games, Rosa special costume and Shaman come to Pokemon Masters EX. Rosa is once again ready to battle. What is this like the fourth Rosa? in Pokémon Masters EX uh complete with a stylish new costume and a sync pair partner the mythical Pokémon Shaman, the grass type sync pair excels at altering stats both their own and their opponents their seed flare move can lower the target's special defense in addition to dealing damage priming rosa's special costume and shaymin to make the best of their sync move grass beam of gratitude which grows in the power which grows in power the more the target's special defense is lowered Rosa will be available until until September 30th, and then they just have her uh, skills listed, and then they're saying they recommend Rosa and Shaman to be paired with Cygna Suit, Elsa, and Rotom, Giovanni, and Mewtwo, and Getsis, and Kiram. That's what they say, not me, but...
2: Fine pairings. Fine, I'm flavorful the, pairings. <laughs> the most fine pairings.
1: You know what I'm annoyed about? That she looks like Nurse Joy? No. Oh, okay. So, you do this special event and you get a free NPC, a character they've made just made up for this one thing. And there is still no Mirror B in this game. We get an NPC, an NPC before we get Mirror B.
2: Are we starting to believe that maybe they're embarrassed about Mirror B? I
1: I don't know how or why. They're
2: just waiting for the fourth year anniversary.
1: I can't wait that long.
2: <laughs> Is it gonna be Mirror B and Blacephalon? Oh, Are waiting yeah. For them to introduce Ultra Beasts? No,
0: it's no, it's going to be Ludicolo. Ludicolo's still out in the game, right?
1: Yeah, there's going to be Ludicolo, but then it's going to be Cygna Suit Mirror B with Blacephalon.
0: How's your dating simulator going?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm okay. I'm really mad at Lily right now, and I can't even talk about it because. I give, and I give, and I give. I ask the things. I say, how are you? I want to know what you're interested in. I pick those options, and after like four questions, she's like, thanks, that was fun. I'm like, we didn't even get started. We didn't even get to the good stuff yet, and you're done? You're done? Cynthia and I can talk for hours. She is a champion. Who are you? Who are you, Lily, Well, You know, that's like an,
2: there's an age difference issue. Now, come My- on. My avatar <laughs> in that game is maybe sixteen, maybe yes, but it's an old soul.
0: Maybe, maybe you're just going wrong. The you're going about the conversing with her a little wrong. You know what works on Cynthia isn't going to work on Lily.
1: It works on, and all I have to do is talk about Ferris wheels, and we are hot together. Lily's like, mm, I don't know. That was fun though. Okay, bye. <laughs> Why did I even choose you? And the, okay, the one thing that makes me laugh, though, have you done expeditions a lot, where you they're just wandering out in a field?
0: I have sent them on expeditions and I've collected rewards. I don't think I've actually like watched them walk around.
1: So every once in a while, one of them will get a thing above their heads that says "cheer everybody on." Okay, and in my second group, it's always Giovanni, and I cannot get over the cognizant dissonance of imagining giovanni and a group of gym leaders cheering them on to find things better and he's just wandering around looking grumpy and i hit the cheer button and he gets the smile for two seconds i'm like nobody in this field is happy with this person (laughs) yelling at them this is this is this is like an osha nightmare right now
0: very into that Okay, we got one more news article here before our first break this is uh, OffPokemon.com. It is now official. Receive Shiny Eternatus at GameStop or EB Games. That's actually starting today. Uh, if you are heading out to your local GameStop in the US or Canada or EB Games in Australia or New Zealand, you can pre-order your Scarlet and Violet Games. Don't miss the opportunity to add Shiny Eternatus to your Pokemon Sword and Shield team. From September 18th to October 1st, you can visit these retailers for pick uh, to pick up a special code card that lets you receive the legendary poison and dragon type Pokemon into your Pokemon sword and Shield games. Shiny Eternatus will appear at level 100 with a timid nature and pressure. It will know the moves. Dynamax cannon, Eterna beam, sludge bomb and flamethrower. Nope. No purchase is required to receive a code card, but the offer will only uh, last. The offer is only available while supplies last. So don't delay head over to GameStop in the U S or Canada. So, this uh, there again, there was, there was debate about this, because I think the Pokemon Facebook page, the official Pokemon Facebook page said, like, go get your Eternatus while you pre-order S- uh. Scarlet and Violet. And then people were like, does this mean you have to pre-order? You don't. It says right here, no purchase is required to receive the code card. That's how it's always been. Hopefully, that's how it always will be. I will say that I will always, always say this every time we talk about distribution. If your GameStop is trying to charge you, if they're saying you must buy a Pokemon item, you must pre-order, uh, you must buy our membership to get this, that is wrong, 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 wrong. None of these have ever cost money. You can just walk in, ask for a code card, get your code card, walk out. Technically, it is one code card per person. Um, if the the, the GameStop employee is on a power trip and they want to live by that rule that's fine just take the one code card let them don't ha- don't uh, hopefully they don't try to charge you because that would be bad that would be that sucks but also don't haggle them they have a, a pretty terrible job so that's sucks yeah too. <laughs> just take your one code card leave come back in like in a week get another one it's fine i've never had a problem with getting two personally I usually go in and say, "Hey, can I just get two?" and they just hand it to me. I walk out, but th- there's your there's there's your hassle. When people say, "I wish I could shiny hunt this instead of getting a code card," I, I don't know. I feel like going to GameStop is actually a challenge. Like I feel like <laughs> like I'm kind of dreading it already. Maybe I, maybe I agree with them. Maybe I wish I could just turn my game off over and over because man, interacting with GameStop employees is the last thing I want to do. <laughs>
2: Well, there's one by a Taco Libre, so that always helps.
0: Um, so that starts today. Uh, it says that it ends on October 1st. That's just when GameStop will not have codes anymore. I mean, they could run out sooner, uh, but usually you can redeem it well after the date.
1: I would probably redeem here's, it as soon as you a get it. Spoiler. What? Spoiler. Check the dumpsters after the end date because maybe they throw all the cards cards out and you can dump your mm. dive your way to a number of shiny eternities.
0: Uh we we, we talked about last week how uh the UK or the, sorry, Europe has the Marshadow Volcanian Genesect. I believe they probably I don't I don't have anywhere in front of me of what stores they are supposed to get this or if they're getting this as well. But it would probably be it would probably be, <laughs> It's always the same stores in in Europe. That's the thing. It's it's always like Micromania, it's always Game, it's always uh what's that? I can never remember the third one. It's always those stores. There's a GameStop. They do have GameStops.
2: Uh, oh, what's the
0: Game Game Mania, that's the third one. Game Mania. Micromania, Game Mania, Game, they do have What game about stops.
2: Babbages? What about EB <laughs> Games?
1: Nah, they're gone. KB
0: Toys. I believe that there was some Asian countries that got their started on the sixteenth. I know Toys R Us was one. I know GameStop was one. Uh b had a whole list of like Singapore where you could you could go to like 30 different stores in like Singapore to get it. Uh Australia, New Zealand. I know we they always get missed. EB Games. If you're in Brazil, I I don't know where you go. I, oh. <laughs> I think you're used to not getting these. Um but these codes, here's the thing, though. These codes work anywhere. Uh, so if you are in a country that didn't get one of these codes, and you have uh, anyone you know in America, they can they can pick you up a code and scratch it off and send you the code or send you a picture of the code. It will work. They're one-time use codes. Uh, so that's why you might want to grab two when you go to GameStop, one for you, one for a friend. If, if you're American, you want that Marshadow uh, Genesect, vulcanion and i don't know the the your european friends cannot find a code maybe offer to trade get me an extra marshadow code i'll get you an extra Eternatus code you got look you got like two weeks to figure it out it's it's you know do it to it uh the other thing i wanted to mention real quick before the break uh is speaking of codes That the the, at this point, all of Ash's Pokemon for the anime should have been released. The last one being Lucario. Now, you might say, like, Steve, they they have only done five codes. Where's the Pikachu? I don't know if we're getting Pikachu. (laughs) Uh, Pikachu was given out at the 25th anniversary movie festival, which was delayed because of COVID, I believe. That's why it's 25th anniversary and it's. Technically, the twenty-six. Uh, it, that was given out there um, to people who purchased the ticket to that festival, and on that ticket, you would get Ash's Pikachu in the anime, and you also got a Jirachi. And I don't know what you did at this festival. I um, I don't know what movie I you were watching. I don't know. I don't have the details of that. But as of this recording, you could still get Surfetch. And the last one that got released was Lucario. So you have about 10 more days to get Lucario because most of these codes were two weeks. Gengar expired. Dracovish expired. Um, Dragon Knight expired. And it ha- maybe we everyone gets Pikachu. I don't think so. But also, don't know. I don't know why they would release Pikachu since this whole promotion was based off of the... Where they are, the Japanese anime, which is the Masters 8, which is giving Ash's team a way to celebrate the Masters 8 battles. I don't want to spoil any of that for people. Well, I guess now you know Ash's team, if you've been collecting these codes.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's been the team that he's been using for a while, so... Yeah, I
0: don't think he's had like a 7th or 8th that he's like switched out. This has just kind of been his team. And no, Lucario cannot mega evolve (laughs) ah boo (laughs) although i think it is funny that the lucario has the ability inner focus which means it can't flinch and in one of the battles he got flinched multiple times with that lucario (laughs) so yeah you know (laughs) not exactly you know the most accurate but you know take what you can get uh okay i i think that's uh the first part of news here uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. We have a little bit of more. We have a little bit more news and some more misinformation to clear up. Uh, and so we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with a beautiful website engage with your audience and sell anything anything greg anything your products your content even your time
2: squarespace is the best site for making handcrafted
1: websites (laughs) (laughs) what handcrafted website are we gonna make this week will
2: well how's about a primer for people who are getting ready to go to south korea who know absolutely nothing about south korea hey that sounds good what, what sort of things do we need to include? Because we'd have to
1: have maybe videos for pronunciations.
2: Uh, also, a list of American restaurants that you can find in South Korea, because there's <laughs> no way that Steve would ever eat anything that is a traditional South Korean dish.
1: Yeah, you know, and what makes that easy is Squarespace it has a ton of features in which we have videos. We can have people s- submit an email suggestions of best American-esque restaurants in South Korea. True. All of these things can be done super fast, super quick, and super simple using Squarespace. And we will call it South Korea 101, Surviving South Korea. I feel we'll, like some, we'll workshop I, the name. Yeah.
0: But you, you can you have plenty of time to workshop the domain because you can get... You can you can head over to Squarespace and you can get your... Uh, you can head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCAST for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch... You can use the offer code PK, P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of website or domain so you can still, you know, work out what you want that domain to be. So yeah, you want to build your own website, build your brand, sell your time, sell anything else? Maybe not sell anything at all. Maybe you just want a simple blog post, yeah. and that that's cool too. Uh, so you can head over to squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T And use offer code PKMNCASD when you're ready to launch. This podcast is brought to you by Inked Gaming. When it comes to shopping for top quality gaming gear, we choose who? A company that shares our passion for Pokemon and everything that goes with it. A company built by gamers for gamers. Inked Gaming inked has been a main supplier of essential gaming goods since 2011 over the years their collection has evolved and so has their ability to be one of the best at what they do which is giving gamers what they want for the best price sleeves mats deck cases etc you can catch them all that's like a pokemon joke at oh is that a pokemon Mm. reference yeah 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 uh at inked
1: gaming with Ink Gaming sponsorship this week, our listeners have exclusive access to certain perks that will come in handy. Specifically, a 10% off discount code that you can use toward your first purchase. And you can purchase a lot of great things as we covered before, sleeves, mats, deck cases, everything. They have a lot of great stuff on that website. Mm. I will say that. If you spot something you really like or absolutely need while looking through the collection, just go to inkgaming.com/pkm PKMN Cast and use the code PKMNCAST and the discount will apply at checkout. And we are back from our break.
0: Okay, so so this news happened this morning and I was tagged in it.
1: Let's be clear. All three of us were tagged in it in one True. way or another. True. <laughs> True. So it's not just you.
0: I was this tagged, hit the way. I was tagged in Slack, I was tagged on Twitter. I, I, guess, I guess I'll read the, the, the tweet here, and then I'll explain what's happening for people who don't want to click it. There was a content creator that tweeted, the Pokemon company thinks Nuzlocke's, uh are on the same level of ROM hack according to former Nintendo employees, and then shows a one-minute clip of two former Nintendo employees talking about this. So, if you guys don't know, there is Kit and Krista. They used to work for Nintendo. They left Nintendo uh, a couple months ago, and then they started their own Nintendo podcast, talking about like their their history with working at Nintendo. I think uh, Kit worked for Nintendo for almost ten years, uh, and I think Krista for like eight. And if you guys don't remember what Nintendo Minute was, uh, Kit and Krista, it was it was pretty much. Um, like a YouTube show that would showcase off new games in a more non-sterile way, I guess, because they're still Nintendo employees and they're still like keeping to Nintendo guidelines, but it was a really a way to like interact with a bigger audience that wasn't like i, I they want to watch personalities, but they are watching personalities approved and curated by Nintendo. Mm. um I have never heard anyone disliking Kit and Krista. Uh, they also went to like a lot of E3s and a lot of PAXs and did a lot of Nintendo stuff there. Like Greg and I went to a Nintendo. Yep. W- Nintendo invited us to a thing at PAX West, uh, and Kit and Krista were there, and they did a live Nintendo Minute.
1: I have a hat. Again, I brought Will a
2: hat. I, yes, I have that hat.
0: Again, nothing ha- I don't think has ever... And I don't think anyone has ever had a problem with Kit and Krista. <laughs> I think they're universally very, very well-liked, and Nintendo Minute was very well-liked by a lot of people the reason i believe from what i recall from listening to their podcast the reason they left nintendo was pretty much they were offered to they 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 said that nintendo said they had to relocate uh, uh nope and so <laughs> in order to <laughs> no. keep their jobs they could either relocate or they could find another job and they both wanted they both liked where they lived they both liked their life kit went i believe kit went on to say like I can't really go up anywhere in Nintendo. I don't want to be a manager. Um I like where I'm at, but I also don't want to relocate, so they left. Which I mean like yeah, I mean I've I've definitely been there with other jobs. I've like I've been here for 5 years. I don't want to be a manager. What do I do? <laughs>
1: You do what I do for the last 26, I don't want to be a manager, and I've just stayed doing my
2: job for 26 years. You could do what I did, and heck, you'd be more, even more than a manager, and then step down to the lowest possible position possible.
0: <laughs> Work your wage. So, so in the clip, Kit and Krista talk about how they were pitching new ideals for Nintendo Minute, and how one of the ideals they wanted to do was a Nuzlocke. Nintendo or the Pokemon company slash Nintendo were like, no, that's 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 like ROM hacks. We don't want to encourage that.
3: We thought that this would be a fun idea for a Nintendo Minute we video. Did so, yeah. So we pitched it to the Pokemon company and we say, did hey,
0: not get slapped.
3: We would like to do a Nuzlocke run. What do you think?
0: And they thought they were going to fire us. They
3: said, here's what we think. Bam. Yeah. No seriously.
0: <laughs> I, I was like, oh shoot.
3: So they said we consider this to be on the same level as and using like hack a ha- a hack,
0: hack, hack game,
3: rom. rom hacks. Like how is that the it's same? Like, Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. Just, how, again, how did get to these decisions? This is just a style of playing a game that everybody can buy. There's no hacking. Yeah, they're You're just not playing using the game. anything weird. That was truly again one of the more like what? Wait, what responses?
0: Yeah, um, and there was a lot of creators that used that played Nuzlocke. A style of Pokemon they got like erased from yeah, their creator gone. program
3: so now you can see like why people got afraid to propose what seemed like very basic ideas yeah because there was such just unpredictability of like of am I going to get like in huge trouble for suggesting
2: this normal thing and like the
3: thing is like once you get in trouble then that's your wanna, reputation they don't want to trust you yeah. again you like lose access to right. all these things so
0: you do nothing and so, of course, that tweet blew up the the content creator that tweeted it said creators that didn't work for Nintendo weren't getting blast blacklisted for doing just Nuzlocke. So you'd have to be doing a randomizer or something with it. The Pokemon company probably didn't know a regular Nuzlocke was just self-imposed rules on a regular game. The The, the tweet that I have here also, because obviously that was the initial tweet I was tagged in was was that one is the tweet by Cereby, which, uh, Joe, Mr. Cereby, uh, said, I've, t- I've spoken to the Pokemon company about this. They confirmed to me that this is incorrect. They haven't cut out people for doing Nuzlocks or anything like that. They don't care as long as you follow what confine, as long as you follow the rules that what's confined in possible, the possibilities of the game. N- nothing in the game is stopping you from using a level 100 Totodile if you refuse to evolve your Totodile and just power that bad boy up right (laughs) uh joe says i uh joe says to clarify further since my words are being misconstrued i'm not saying they're lying what i'm saying happened was a miscommunication the pokemon company's stance uh is what i said above has been that for a long time i can also confirm this though and i i I did tweet to joe i i i have talked to the pokemon company a lot especially with the uh you know being at their offices in in seattle for go fest and um you know them inviting me out to london i i straight up asked the pokemon company a lot of questions i was like you know I, when i talked to them they also had no problem with Nuzlocks. the thing that the pokemon company does have a problem with and this is not only the pokemon company but nintendo in a whole is they will cut ties with anyone that does any sort of randomizers or emulation. They do not want their games to be uh, emulated, and they don't want their games to be randomized. And the only way to randomize a game is to modify the game software through an emulator.
2: (laughs) So did you watch the video? Yes. Okay, so it's it's like right it's the double misunderstanding because i do think number 1 that the initial response they got was a misunderstanding by whoever they spoke to that was linking like nuzlocke and randomizer are always hand in hand right mm-hmm. i think that's a misunderstanding but then they'd go on to say in the video we know creators that have been delisted or removed because they did nuzlocks which is their misunderstanding because they you know, from what you said, it's only people who used emulators and hacks and stuff like that.
1: Let's also talk about like I don't want to, I don't want to say corporations are correct in their thinking, but Nintendo Minute isn't a content creator that exists outside of the company. Nintendo Minute is an official Nintendo product. Yes, would we all agree? Um, so yeah. When they use a fan made anything, it opens corporations to a lot of liability, particularly with the name, particularly with the rule set that they didn't create. Like there's a lot legally that a corporation the size of Nintendo needs to sort of consider and compensate for to be safe doing a fan made non-official thing. And this is not worth it, right? Like, there's not a corporation that's like, this could generate a few more views, but we would be on the chain for X amount of money to pay the person that created this name and these rules. It's not worth it. There's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of mistranslation there. There's a lot that they are saying, yeah, they got the SmackDown for it because they're also not thinking along the lines of what a legal, division in a corporation would be thinking about doing a fan made rule set on an official channel.
0: There's also the there there's to piggyback off Greg, um if Nintendo Minute does a Nuzlocke and they explain they say this is a Nuzlocke, there's self imposed rules. That's what that's what it is, right? And if you want to do this too, here you go. That still doesn't stop people from Googling Nuzlocke and then finding all of the randomizers of nuzlocks, or right. just some sort of modifications which then at that point they go well like nintendo's channel told me that this was okay when like you're kind of going down this weird rabbit hole of like how did this start where did this come from how are these people doing these kind of nuzlocke uh it's a it's like it's definitely a gray area i also think like there, there's this kind of there's this acceptance in like the hardcore Pokemon community that like nuzlocks are just a thing, and I've done tons, tons of nuzlocks on my my Twitch channel, and it is mind blowing how many people just don't know what it is. It, it is it is shocking how many times I have just done like a regular Heart Gold Soul Silver nuzlock or Sword and Shield Nuzlocke. You know, no, I don't randomize, I don't emulate, nothing like that. Um And people come in like at least. Eh multiple times every single stream being like what's a nuzlocke like how how are you doing how are you how are you capping your levels how are why 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 what happens when your pokemon dies and it's like oh you just release it like but do you have to N- no. <laughs> like, no like no yeah it doesn't doesn't surprise me that there was like a huge misunderstanding here or maybe they didn't explain it right to the Pokemon company, or maybe the Pokemon company didn't hear it right, or maybe they talked to a newer person, or... The other thing I can say here is, uh, there are two content creators that I can think of that I've talked to, that I've talked to, or I've I've watched them do a video on. Uh, one was Shady Penguin, which is a pretty big content creator, and... Nintendo wanted to work with him, and I, I'm, I'm saying this as as he made a YouTube video about this. I don't know if that mm-hmm. YouTube video is still up. This was probably like four or five years ago. This was before Sword and Shield. He made a YouTube video saying that Nintendo specifically wanted to work with him, but they didn't want to work with him while he had randomized videos on his YouTube channel. They were okay with his non-randomized nuzlocks, but they wanted him to delist his randomized nuzlocks in order to work with him going forward. And he said no, because that those videos were making him YouTube revenue. And so they never ended up working together. The other person I've talked to, literally the same story. It was they were already working with Nintendo. And then they decided to start doing randomized content on their YouTube channel. Nintendo said, no, 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 no you're encouraging emulation because that's the only way that's the only way you can randomize you need to emulate it and they were like okay well i guess we're not working together anymore because these videos are bringing me money and that was the end of that partnership the misunderstanding here sucks uh i mean like i said i've personally talked to the pokemon company joe has talked to the pokemon company what i i i think people are misunderstanding kit and krista's explanation here a little bit although I I I also don't know how old like how long ago was this? I'm not sure, but yeah, that's a that's a huge no no by pretty much any company under the Nintendo umbrella is they do not want their stuff emulated in any way. (laughs) I guess that's it. I I don't know what more there is to talk about on that. I'm sure people will forget about this in a day or two. But like, yeah, Yeah. that's that's pretty. That's it. Other thing I wanted to talk about is there was. A situation of cheating at the Baltimore Regionals. There was a Baltimore what? Regionals. Yeah, it's happening right now.
1: <laughs> is that this is TCG?
0: This is TCG. Okay. It's really hard to explain this like cheating because it requires you. It requires you to like understand the rules of the Pokemon TCG, which you know if if you've never played the TCG, you 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 might not know wh- what's happening. Last night somebody in my twitch chat was like hey did you hear that somebody cheated at baltimore regionals and i was like no do you have a, a link because i know it was being live streamed and they were like they they so they gave me the link and they were like oh it's like two hours 35 minutes into the stream and i was like okay cool well let's watch it and they they said like i don't really know how they cheated because i don't understand the tcg and i was like "Ah, oh, you know that's fair <laughs> So I'm watching it. So I watch, I watch the clip and it it is, to me, it is very apparent that it's cheating. It's so there, there, there's a thing in like any card game. um, Will can attest to this where you just, you just make an honest mistake and sometimes the mistake is so game breaking that it's impossible to revert the game board back to the non modified state.
2: Yeah, I got a, I had a buddy at the literally at the Vanguard World Championships who made a just simple, very simple mistake and lost everything because his hand grabbed two cards rather than one.
0: Yeah. So, like in the end, when 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 something like that happens, it's uh, it's left up to the judge to make the call. I would say a lot of judges make the wrong call. Uh, but if the judge can't make a call, there's a head judge uh, who then ends up making the call. So, for example, let's say you, you have a, a, a card that says, draw seven cards. Uh, that, that's a very common thing. It'll say, like, discard your hand, draw seven cards. And when you're drawing cards, if you accidentally draw an eighth card, that would be considered, um, you know, cheating. Not, not intentional, just an accident. But you seeing an extra card, like you, like you drawing that eighth card and looking at it, it's like, oh and then putting that on the top of your deck, like, oh, my bad. You're, you're, you're still getting too much information. Like, knowing yeah. what your next card is is actually a pretty big deal. In that case, I've, I've made this mistake before. Like, I, I've made a mistake where I was supposed to draw five cards. My hand accidentally, like, the cards stuck together. I realized I had six cards in my hand. Um, so a couple things can happen there. Either if your opponent was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, I, yes but like <laughs> but in like a in a top 16 it is a big deal right like if if you're playing if you're playing with friends at home it's probably not a big deal if you know you're playing in and if you're at the loser's bracket in in the in the tournament and like you're just playing for fun at that point yeah probably not a big deal so the judge can make a decision the judge can make a decision whether they want you to shuffle your whole hand into your deck and redraw cards. Uh they can make a decision where your your opponent gets a prize card from that, which is which is something I feel like you see more common where they're just like you made a mistake, your opponent gets a free prize or gets two free prizes. Um or they can just say you lost. We we cannot revert the game state. You you lose this round. It's best two out of 3. Hope you win the next two rounds, right? I had a situation. um, Sorry, I want to do a little setup before we get to the the cheating part. I had a situation where the last time I competed in the tournament, I went to the Madison Regional Tournament. I was playing Golisopod Zoroark, and I was purely playing for fun. Like, I had no intention of winning this tournament, right? I was like, I haven't played a tournament in several years. Um, If people have been listening to the podcast for a long time, they know that Will and I played TCG competitively for several years. We went to a lot of tournaments together um and a lot of tournaments every weekend but then i then i left during the x and y era uh and then we'll continue to playing a little bit through that and then i came back for sun and moon and i was like you know what i just want to go to the tournament not because i i want to get back into it i just I, I really like this deck madison is like 45 minutes away let me do this tournament and i was i was uh i was 2-1 before no sorry i was 2-0 before lunch and maybe I was 1-1. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I went to lunch. The, the, here's the worst part about tournaments. The worst part about tournaments is like if, if you lose the match before lunch and you lose right away or you win right away, you get a really long lunch. <laughs> because like a match is like 45 minutes and then plus three, plus three turns. And then lunch is like an hour. And then the next match starts like one o'clock sharp. If 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 uh, lunch is at like noon, the the worst feeling in the entire world in a tournament is not only going to forty five minutes in your match, but then the plus three turns that you get, which are untimed, take forever, and they eat into your lunch. And the worst absolute feeling is having the world's longest match. Before lunch and then losing that match. <laughs> and then not only did you, are you cutting into your lunch time, but you lost. It's <laughs> At least if you like, oh man, I only have like 20 minutes of lunch left. Yeah, but I won. Like that sucks, but also feels great. There's no recovery from like, I have 20 minutes of lunch and I lost. This, what am I supposed to do? Anyways, I go to lunch and I come back. And I'm walking back to the venue and I'm I'm like, okay. They they they're like, you need to be in your seat at one o'clock. The matches we're gonna start at one o'clock. I'm walking to my I'm walking to the back to the venue. It's like I'm looking at my watch. It's like twelve fifty eight. I was like, great, cool. Uh I I get into the venue and I walk over to my table and I see there's already my opponent sitting down and there's a judge standing by my seat. And I sit down, and it is exactly 12 o'clock. It turns 12 o'clock as I'm walking. I sit down before 12.01. And the judge was like, "Uh, we're giving you a penalty because you're not here on time. And I was like, I'm here. It's 12 o'clock. And they were like, well, we wanted everyone sitting down before 12 o'clock. And your your opponent called me over because you weren't here before 12. And I said, okay, well, I'm here now. And they were like, well, because you weren't here before, because you weren't sitting down before 12 o'clock, we're giving you a penalty. And your penalty is you're not allowed to lose this match. You need to win both games. That was my penalty. That was what the judge decided. So, so they gave you one loss, basically. Per, basically, yes. Because I was not in my seat before 12. I was in my seat. At twelve, and that it, it it's it's literally because my opponent called a judge early because they were fishing for any sort of like penalty, right?
2: Oh, that's, oh you mean it was a Pokemon player? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> right, because like other people were sitting down before, like after me, but there were no judges standing and waiting. Like my my opponent had to call the judge over
2: and, for it. And and I mean. As far as my experience, it's traditionally like a five or ten minute rule. If you're not there within five minutes after the match starting, then you get a loss. Not you have to be seated before the match actually starts.
0: I end up winning both of those games because I, 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 I had the type advantage in that match. But it was, it was still a very frustrating experience.
1: Anyways, uh, I watched there this. There is qu- no way. I'm going to say this right now. There is no way had that judge done that to me that a I would be allowed back at that event <laughs> and c that that judge would ever want to judge anything again in their life they would not they would not have enjoyed anything that happened after that conversation. And probably would have needed to go to therapy,
2: yeah that that's like I have so many complaints about competitive Pokemon, but it's like on one hand, there are like competitive Pokemon players who will look for any way to disrupt their opponent, and I'm not talking about through actually playing the game, just like to like they flick their cards, they just are like generally an annoying person to get under your skin, but on the other side of that, there are people who are pokemon. Judges who have passed the judge exam and everything like that, where that is the only source of power they have in their life, and they are going to exercise it to the fullest at every opportunity that they have.
0: There are a lot of judges, too. So there's the opposite of that, where there are judges that are like power trip judges, but there are judges that are literally scared of everything, and they will let players bully them around yes. because they, they would rather side with the aggressive player than to side with the passive like I don't want to say anything player um see this is why
1: you cannot be passive with these people this is why people at work fear me <laughs> and rightly so so anyways
0: uh th- the frustrating thing here is nothing has been done for the cheating at Baltimore regionals as of this recording there was a judge so so the reason that I was able to see this cheating and other people saw this cheating was because it was being recorded on stream now i i will never sit on the show and i will never encourage anyone to cheat ever don't do it it's it's unfair it's dumb i don't know if if you can't play a competitive game without cheating i'm not even sure why you're attending these events but with that being said if you're going to cheat Maybe don't cheat when you're being broadcasted to thousands of people on Twitch and YouTube. I, there, there is no secret when you're being recorded. It is <laughs> like when you are on stage and you are being broadcasted to Twitch, they tell you. And even if like you weren't listening, there are cameras all around you. It is, you are at a special table. So I don't know if you're maybe like, Going to cheat? Don't, number one, but also maybe don't do it when your entire game is being recorded and watched at the same time. That's my advice. Anyways, this game is is game three. There was one win on both sides. The player who I have deemed cheating, per my understanding of the rules, was top 16 at Worlds in London. They're a very well-known player. And the play, so so they they draw a card. That card is an energy. They use Greninja's ability to discard the energy from their hand to then draw two cards. Use an incense, which is an item in Pokemon Go (laughs) that came from the Pokemon Go uh, TCG set. They use the incense to then search out a Drizzile in their deck which is legal. That's what that card does. They evolve a Sobble to the Drizile. So without shuffling, when, when you evolve Sobble into Drizile, you can then go back into your deck and search for a Supporter card. So they don't shuffle. Now, normally when you search in your deck for a card, you have to shuffle and then your opponent cuts it. But because the Incense gave them access to their deck and they grab Drizzile, and Drizzile gives them access to their deck... It's a usually a mutual agreement between both players that, like, you don't need to shuffle. You're going to go right back in.
2: I mean, you, you say to your opponent, I'm going back in. Is it okay if I don't shuffle?
0: Yeah. Yes. And, and, and this, is, this is wildly accepted by all players because, one, no one wants to shuffle their deck to then go back in to look for a card. And two, it just saves time. You only have 45 minutes. I don't want to watch my opponent shuffle for 20 of those 45 minutes. I know what they're doing. I, I understand it. They know what I'm doing. It's, it's, it's very, it's like, it, it's totally fair and, and right. But if you go to the game rules, you're supposed to shuffle anytime time in between. Um, so they they go back into their deck because when you evolve Drizzile, you're allowed to grab a trainer card from your deck. So they go back into their deck and they grab Irida. Irida from Pokemon Legends Arceus. And this is where they cheat. So... Irida is a supporter card. You're allowed to play one supporter card per turn. I said they played an incense. Incense is a trainer card. You can play as many trainer slash, sorry, item card. You can play as many item cards as you want. So they take Irida out of their deck and they put it in the active play area. That is the area above your bench in between both players. And then they say, I'm going to go back in, which is again, totally appropriate. So Irida's card. Well- Specifically states you need to go into your deck, search your deck for one water type Pokemon and one item card, show them to your opponent, put them in your hands. That that is Irida is very clear in what what it's doing. I've never played Irida. Irida did not exist when I played the TCG. It's very easy to understand. <laughs> search in your deck for a water type Pokemon. Search in your deck for a item card. Uh, that player then proceeds to grab a. Uh, switch. It's a certain kind of Switch. I, it's one of the newer Switches. I can't remember. It's, like, electric Switch or something. Um, and then they grab a Quick Ball. Now, you don't need to understand the TCG to know neither of those things they grabbed is a Water Pokemon. I don't think anyone needs... like. I think if you've, saw, if you, if you've seen a single Pokemon card in your life, you know what a Water Pokemon is. <laughs> it's very obvious. <laughs> they then discard the quick ball and uh, a battle vip pass from their. they then take those two cards put them in their hand discard the quick ball they just drew discarded another card from their hand battle vip and they w- go back into their deck to grab a crowbat. the commentators literally say if you're watching this clip back it's going to be a tough one as he passes it over, maybe allowing himself to retreat a little bit later, even though he has the air balloon in hand. But right back over to Isaiah, who's got a, a pretty good start to this turn. Evolution Incense uh, to keep things going. There's a drizzle and you can just keep on digging through the deck. That is going to go grab the Irida. Um, and then, yeah, we've seen how this one works. Uh, he's yes. able to grab some key components that he wants. Uh, a Cross Switcher coming in uh, for the choice of uh, item. Uh, and a quick ball as well.
3: Oh, uh, that doesn't work. He has to get yeah. a water
2: Pokemon and an item. He can't get two oh. item cards, right? So. It
3: for, yeah,
0: Xander's yeah, catching Xander's this here. Yeah, Zander's calling this one.
2: No, that's yeah. he did grab the quick ball in the... Was, yeah, yeah, you're good.
0: You're good. Oh, okay, so he's going for a separate play. All right.
2: Yeah, I'm a little confused exactly what happened there, but it looks like the players are on board with what happened. So I think we're just seeing the quick ball grab the Crobat
0: He needs to grab a water Pokemon. He hasn't, he cannot grab two item cards. And then before he, right when he discards the quick ball and the other item card, his opponent asks what's happening. And he shows the switch that he, he then, because he, when he grabs these cards, he shuffles his hand. He then shows the, the switch that he initially grabbed off Irida. And then he shows Palkia that has been in his hand the entire time, and he shows that these are the two cards I drew. <laughs> and then the commentators were like, oh, I think he's just doing things out of order. It seems fine by the judges. But when you continue watching afterwards, there, the, and if you watch before, th- there was never a water-type Pokemon ever drawn off Irida. The quick ball went to get a Crobat, The Palkia was always in his hand. When his turn was over, there was never a Water-type Pokemon shown. He got a Water-type Pokemon off the Incense, which was Drizzile, and Drizzile got the Irida. But the intentionally flashing the the Palkia and the Switch when asked what he got, like, he knew what he was doing. There was no accident here. There was no, I accidentally played drizzile on a Sable when Sable was was played this turn there was no i accidentally drew six cards instead of five cards like this is a top 16 player at the world championships i believe they have won regionals before but like ira does does not do that and that game ended in a draw which isn't the point whether or not you win or you, you could be like well he cheated but lost yeah he's still cheating
2: <laughs> i mean he's gonna be competing in future tournaments now and he's like well i can get away with cheating so that's cool
0: I, i'm i'm heated about this i'm I like i'm heated that like the commentary mentions that like you can't do that and then they're like i'm not sure what's happening and then the turn was over and then they didn't bring it up which you know to be fair there has to be some professionalism in commentary right like you can't like you kind of have to be like, ah, uh, the judges will figure it. Because you're, you're not a judge, right? You're just right. commentating. But there is a judge sitting right there. What is the judge doing? Like, wh- Like, how do you get to the end of that turn and go, like, your supporter did not ever draw a water-type Pokemon. You drew two items off of that play. Like, how how is this player playing in day two, which is this morning? Like, it is infuriating that, like, nothing is being done. And I know that there's always talks about, like, well... X player in Sword and Shield, they use this program to like hack in these Pokemon or whatnot. We, I'm not going to go down a conversation of legit versus legal, right? That is its own conversation. But the nice thing about Sword and Shield, or any of, or Pokemon Unite, or Pokken Tournament, is you are still restricted to the rules of that video game. Even if you were playing the TCG online or TCG live. When you play one of these cards, you are restricted to what that card is telling you to do. In actual card games, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Vanguard, Pokemon, so much of the cheating happens because of misunderstanding the rules or plays happening so fast that like, they get away with it. And in this situation, mm-hmm. it is, it is, it, you can rewind it and rewatch it over and over again that this is clear and blatant cheating. And, like, w- w- like, as somebody who left the trading card game, I left the trading card game because of cheating. Because of the, not, not people drawing too many cards or people, um, like, stacking their deck a certain way so they can draw the cards they want. I left Pokemon TCG because people would bully you and gaslight you in order to win a match.
2: 100% uh, for for Pokemon. Pokemon TCG and people would just be wild about it. Absolutely. I've seen 12-year-old kids draw not from the top of the deck. Like they they know where the card they want is and they draw that in a way that looks like they drew it off the top of the deck but they didn't.
0: And if the Pokemon company is not going to like reevaluate or look at this yeah, and do something. Yeah, that's the problem. Like then what like What's the point, then? Like, you have integrity in your game. I do not care if this is a top player. They blatantly cheated. Like, it was not an accident cheat. It was not like, oh, my bad. Accidentally, I, I forgot I played a supporter. And again, it doesn't matter if that game ended in a draw. It doesn't matter at all. There was still intention of,
1: like, this is... Well, and the question is, is... Okay, it ended in a draw. Would it have ended in a draw if the game was played correctly we don't know now we don't know if that person would have actually lost and their actions while didn't secure them a win secured them a draw like we don't we don't know the actual outcome of a fairly played game so saying that oh it ended in a draw so it doesn't matter it still matters because we don't know what the reality was in that situation because the game was compromised.
0: Yeah. So I, I reached out to one person at the Pokemon company and I was like, we doing something about it? like, what, 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 are you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the first time that somebody has cheated on a, an official Pokemon stream. I believe uh, there was a situation where somebody has been a known cheater and they they then cheated. A, that that's the thing too. Is like known cheaters continue to cheat. It's usually not a one off situation. And there was a there was a situation uh, a couple years ago where a known cheater ha, who has been caught cheating before and was like you know hey we'll give you one more chance. They cheated again on a Pokemon broadcast, and they were permanently banned from future events. But also, like, they were, they were given one more chance multiple times, and who knows how many times they cheated off of camera, because you can only really, like, replay and get the things on camera. Anyways, that's incredibly frustrating to me. It's funny that this episode we talked about, like, emulation and ROM hacks and cheating and misinformation.
2: Oh, this is the cheaters
0: episode. Uh, didn't, didn't realize for that to happen. Uh, but... I think it's time for uh, question of the week. Question of the week.
1: Question of the week.
2: I am very excited for this program. (laughs) I am one of my favorite properties in the world. Absolutely. And I'm glad that they finally got Gomez right.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Uh, This is from Sleeve off our YouTube channel. If you want to leave... uh, YouTube comment now this is where this is where in part of the video where you like comment subscribe Sleeve says Recently, Wizards of the Coast Coast Wizards of the Coast announced they would be rolling out a new and modified rule set for D&D and using community playtesting and feedback to adapt these projects what if any impact do you think the Pokemon community would have on the development and future products for TPCi So the wi- Wizards of the Coast saying they're like using community to playtest and they're looking for feedback so they're saying like has that happened in the Pokemon community? For
1: I'm just trying to think of a, a play test situation of a new of a new thing, right? Like for wizards, they had play tested the fifth edition of D and D before they made this rule set, and now they're in play test to get feedback because it's a rule set that's not established. And I, I I'm thinking like. It would be really difficult to roll out test cards and be like, hey, play with these cards and see if your game breaks.
2: Well, no, I think it's not cards. I, I, it's everything. So right. I think they're thinking like video game, too. And I'm like, there is a playtest server for Unite.
1: There is a playtest server for Unite. So they do do it a little bit for, for Unite to get feedback.
2: So I know other card games that have playtesters, but nobody ever wants to be a playtester because then you can't play in the competitive... You're literally banned from playing competitive if you're a playtester. But also, like, for the video game, I I think it's too Apple-style, right? If they have people playtesting different aspects of the video game, those people are going to talk and give away all the secrets and everything, and it's just like... There'll be no surprises where D and D is such a different project product because right. Yeah. D and D is, we're going to give you like the structure of the universe and you tell your own story. Right. Where Pokemon is like, we, we have full control I <laughs> mean, of, of everything. Like, what? I mean,
1: to be slightly, uh, cranky about free play test is, For video games, they have a quality assurance group that has to do QA for their video games to make sure that it runs right. And Wizards and other places, and I do it too for my own products because I don't have a huge budget for actually paid quality assurance people. You lean on people to say, hey, can you play with this a bunch and check its quality and give me feedback? I mean, I would argue that Wizards does not need to do this for... D&D but does it as like a way to get free quality assurance and build a uh, good
2: Honestly, community. Honestly, they standing. could just hire established and well-known game masters. Yeah. The entire cast of VRE podcast, for example, could just be on the Wizards of the Coast <laughs> payroll, the payroll and they'd get great feedback.
1: Um uh, it's hard to say in things like Writing is easy to edit. I don't think code is as easy to edit. Right? Like, if everybody's like, these 17 moods are bad, that you can just rewrite easily in a paragraph and be like, how does this work? But I don't know if it's easy to be like, okay, we'll change these 17 moves in code. Uh, I think there is some community influence
0: on Pokemon games. Uh, like, competitive has gotten easier over the years. Uh, and, you know, like... The ability capsules, the, uh, mints, um, the bottle caps, like, I, I felt like a lot of those came from community voices being like, I want this to be easier. Um, if that Scarlet and Violet has like a zero IV bottle cap, I feel like that is truly Game Freak or the Pokemon company, like listening, uh, because that's like one of the few things that competitive is missing is, is like, yeah, perfect. IVs are great but also zero IVs are great in very specific cases and it's impossible for that to happen right now they're they're, I feel like the biggest community impact that had actual influence on the uh, future products was black and white I felt like they did so many things that people wanted because of black and white or at least the vocal might the vocal minority, majority, uh, wanted. And then Black and White... Oh,
2: yeah, like when they banned the Genies from competitive, yeah.
0: No, I meant, I meant like Black and White as a whole. But Black and White then went on to sell not as well as other Pokemon games. And then it was almost like games after that became more conservative. And then people were like, oh, I wish they would take these big risks. They did. It was Black and White. And that game didn't sell well. <laughs>
2: even though it's like the best story and everything in all of pokemon history.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's like a certain point where like maybe don't listen to your community as much because at least, you know, through recording this podcast for almost 12, year, 12 years, like I felt like the thing I always saw is like I wish the story would be better. I wish they would do more story. I and then like uh, you know seeing games like Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield where they do try to focus on the story and then you see the uh, you see the Man, the story is really getting in the way. Like, why are there so many cutscenes? Like, why is there so much dialogue? And it's like, uh, 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 am I the only one? Like, <laughs> am I living in a, a different reality? <laughs> like, I swore that like this is what I just heard for years and years. Like, you want this story, and then now the story's here. And people well, are like...
1: the issue that people fall into is you hear the people who want story, they get it, and they shut up because people don't tend to tweet. I really love all the changes they made to the story and go on and go on. And the few that do don't get powered by the algorithm. So when the vacuum of voices who are calling for a better story disappear, there creates a vacuum for people who are complaining there's too much story, and then you see that happen. It's like, you used to ask, what, what happened to all the people who wanted Gen 3 remakes? We got it, and we shut up. And so the people now who wanted Gen 4 remakes could get very loud and fill the space. It's really hard to say, like, it's the exact same person who wanted story, who got it, and then said, well, I don't want story now. Now they just got quiet. Because <laughs> they got what they wanted, and they're happy in the corner with their story.
2: I'm ready for those you know for remakes.
0: I'm sure Pokemon Sleep will come right alongside it. Pokemon Sleep will be the new dream world. I just want them to release Pokemon Sleep so I don't have to hear about it anymore. I don't actually care if it's good or not.
2: (laughs) A year from now, Pokemon Sleep is a weekly segment on this program. It's just (laughs) such an amazing product. I'm
0: very excited for that future. Very excited for that future. Question of the... Or Pokemon of the Week.
2: All right, last week's Pokemon, let's cue this up. Uh, it's one I thought I had done before, possibly I did. Talked about building my shiny bug team uh, and having to faint a heck ton of them to get improved shiny odds. Uh, and then I complained that they're just handing them out left and right for anybody to have nowadays.
1: It's... Corphish. It's numb. How is Corphish a bug? Hey, he's like a water <laughs> bug. It's... He's like the bug it's of the bug.
2: ocean. Oh, that's a, I mean, they,
1: they, they are considered, they are insects.
2: <sighs> it is Snom, yes.
1: Um, Snom is the cutest little friend.
2: I love Snom It's so almost much. sad that you have to evolve them. I, I, it is true.
0: What gen two Pokemon did we, oh, we did Totodile, and Totodile literally had no trivia, and Snom has like yeah. Yeah. eight pages of trivia?
1: Yeah, because Snom is amazing.
0: Totodile's like 22 years old. Snom shares its category with Caterpie and Wormple, They're known as the Worm Pokemon. No other Pokemon have the same type combination as Snom in its evolved form. Snom and its evolution are the only Ice-type Pokemon in the Bug Egg group. Uh, Snom has, one, the lowest base stat total of all Ice Pokemon, the lowest speed stat of all Ice-type Pokemon. It is tied with Swinub for the lowest special defense of all Ice-type Pokemon. It is the only Ice-type Pokemon that cannot learn Blizzard. And it is one of two Pokemon that cannot learn Ice Beam, the other being Frost Rotom. It is the only Pokemon with a base stat total of 185, and it is tied with Frost Rotom and Snowy Form Cast Form for the shortest Ice Pokemon.
1: I love this. How's that sh-
2: shuffle icon?
1: <laughs> Great. I love the shuffle icon. It's this little cute face. Why, why does it have a shuffle icon? Because I'm imagining
2: it in yes, my mind, Yes. Palace. It's just a little butt with two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This week's Pokemon, it's going to be real short. It was ex- inspired by Nick Burgess. Burgess, Burgess, why am I, why am I questioning this? What thing? is happening now? I know. Poor it's Nick. inspired by Nick. Uh, here we go. Bell sprout, Weepin' Bell, Victory Bell, Belossum, and Beldum, Beldum <laughs> went on a trip with standard acceleration. Who was left out? If you think there are two possible answers, you are incorrect. Let me repeat it. Bell sprout, Weepin' Bell, Victory Bell, Belossum, and Beldom went on a trip with standard acceleration. Who was left out? If you think there are two possible answers, you are incorrect.
0: All right, uh, I guess Will is in charge of the podcast next week.
2: Well, it will be entirely in Korean.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, heck yeah. I will,
0: I will be in Korea. Um, yeah, so I, I will be in South Korea. There is a Safari Zone happening this upcoming weekend. Uh, again, I don't know if I'm playing all three days or if I'm playing one day. Uh, well, tw- Whatever Niantic wants, I don't know. If they don't even give me, if they don't give me the free ticket, I'll just buy my own ticket at this point. Uh, but that will be I will be in Korea Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, and I'll be streaming that experience on Twitch, assuming everything works. So we'll be playing Pokemon Go every day and also just walking around South Korea. So if you want to see that, twitch.tv slash pkmncst. Um, Korea is actually kind of great uh, time zone wise because I think it's fourteen hour difference. So 9 a.m. in Korea is 7 p.m. Central Time in America. Uh, so pretty much I'm getting up early, but streams would be still starting around the same time in the evening. It'll just be night for you all and morning for me. Uh Much easier than Germany, <laughs> where it was like 10 a.m. for me and then like 2 a.m. for America. Uh, the other thing is, uh, before we wrap up, uh, if you want to support the show, Patreon or Apple podcasts two ways to support Apple podcast, uh, Apple podcast does have a two week free trial. So if you want to try out the ad free episodes, if you want to try out the bonus podcast, there's over a dozen a dozen of them that you get access to when you sign up for Apple podcast. Uh, you can get access to them with your two week free trial. Otherwise, it's just five bucks a month. There's actually a huge discount if you do a year. I think it's like thirty bucks for a year. Um, with that, um, same with Patreon, five bucks a month. You get ad free episodes. You get access to our Slack. Um, there is a there is a discount if you do a full year on Patreon. There is some new rewards and some revamps coming for for um, next month for Patreon. Um, well, probably like the end of next month. Um, but I showed some stuff off on Twitch and people got really really excited. So that's good. Uh, we changed one of the rewards already. So the $10 reward tier now gets you access to the show notes. So if you want to see what's what we're going to talk about on the upcoming episodes and if you want to provide feedback or leave your own little notes of like, hey, you should mention this. Um, Like Brandon, Matt uh left some notes on this week's episode. Matt reminding me to mention Ash's Pokemon, which I probably would have forgotten. Uh Brandon saying I should be talking about this new feature, which I am. Uh, so if if uh if that's appealing to you, uh patreon.com slash pkmncast for that as well. Uh I'll update you guys though when the Patreon does get revamped. I mean, obviously the rewards are still pretty good, but I want to try to tweak them because you know some things work, some things don't. The things that don't work we get rid of. I replace those with things I think will work better. Um so you feel like you get your values worth for supporting the podcast. Uh if you want to follow uh Greg on Twitter, it is at White Wing. If you want to follow Will on Twitter, it is at wash in the sink. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at dragging a Draggingalike. Otherwise, P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T on Patreon, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are...
2: Super effective.
1: Super, the Slack channel Nuzlocke is now officially banned. Mm. You have 24 hours to clear your space and leave.
0: This podcast is made possible because of our patrons. A huge shout out to our producers on Patreon, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady, you too would like your name read at the end of the episode, or you just want to support to get ad-free episodes or bonus episodes, you can head over to patreon.com p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. Thank you all for your support, and we will see you all next week.